Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and we are back this week for episode 250. We have a great show for you. We talk about some of the conversations we've had with homeschooling moms recently, the end of the school year, and which states have the most smiling homeschoolers. Before we start, we want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for supporting the Smiling Homeschooler for all 250 episodes. We'd encourage you to let them know that you appreciate their support of us. And also, if you haven't checked them out already, go to teachingtextbooks.com. Lastly, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for their support. They're an amazing source of regular homeschooling encouragement. And if you aren't already, you should go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. You won't regret it. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Yeah, you say you're feeling good, but you know, we were all with my, my uh, all the extended family this past weekend, and my mom and dad have been like hacking and deathly yeah. sick. Your and dad sounded like, terrible. His and voice. I gave it to your kids and gave it to you, and you're all going to get it. And <laughs> I'm going to get it. So I told my parents, I'm like, I don't, sorry you feel bad, but really, I only care if I get it. So don't give it to me. So, yeah. yeah but so you guys just got back. back. Uh, from a huh? fun trip. I mean, you guys drove, drove hard and you maybe tell everyone where you were and how to go. Yeah, well, we've had a couple busy weeks. Uh, we were uh, in Florida this past weekend <clears> at the <throat> big FPEA homeschool convention the weekend before that. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. We were at the INCH or INCH uh, homeschool event, which is uh, Mission or Michigan uh, Christian home educators or something like that. Uh, the, and uh, next week we're going to be in Houston or I leave in just two days for uh, the Woodlands, uh, which is a THSC. You got to kind of live there to know what it is, but it's Texas Homeschool Coalition. It's going to be another great event. And then we'll go to Iowa and then we go to Oregon. So we have busy, busy, busy times. Time. And um, But it's just, I told Ben today, he goes like, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, uh, let's just kind of chat you know talk about just homeschooling and how it went and maybe we'll go back we're going to turn the clock back and talk about two weekends ago or not this past weekend not memorial day weekend but the weekend before when we were at uh, michigan ben had been in a while since you've yeah. been at a homeschool convention uh how did it feel what did you what yeah. your what were your impressions it was fun i mean it'd been five years since the last michigan convention i'd been at uh it's just it was super fun getting to see the kids uh you know, do what we did basically when we were little, uh, playing underneath the booth table and uh, helping give people bags and going around picking up the free stuff, you know, from the college and the Air Force and whatever else. So it was a lot of fun and it seemed like a pretty good event. Uh, people were, you know, positive and, um, you know, it was in a church, which is sometimes a little bit different, but uh, seemed good. And it was it was super fun. I missed them and definitely uh, you know, want to try to get to more, but it was fun meeting some smiling homeschoolers who listen regularly. So we appreciate you and thanks for coming up and saying something. Um, it was fun seeing, you know, having the different people doing the homeschool personality test, which you can do over on our website, uh, by getting their stickers. Cause if you're at a convention, if we haven't said this before, if you take the test and you know what you are, you can come up and ask for a really cool, uh, sticker that just like can go on your mug or your Yeti or whatnot. And, uh, you know, for the, the, the bird you are, um, a lot of owls out there, uh, but definitely all the other ones as well. So, but it was super fun. I mean, it was, it was just really encouraging for us and, uh, hopefully it seemed like a lot of other people were encouraged just, uh, with dad and, uh, what he had to share, but it was fun. I definitely want to do did, more. So did it feel like the old days? I mean, yeah. I know, uh, uh, did it, did you feel like anything's changed? 
not really. That was the part that felt weird. It's like, I'm like, I feel like I'm still a kid, you know, doing this. Like, you know, I'm, yeah, it just, you know, no one else knows us or, I mean, other than just from years, but like, they don't know how things, you know, are now. Or so people would be like, oh, so do you have a real job? It's like, yep, this is like one day out of, you know, the last 1500 or whatever it is. So, uh, but yeah, it was yeah, it's amazing how much it hasn't changed over the years other than, you know, I don't know all the vendors anymore or anything like that, but it was still feeling it's fun seeing a couple that I didn't know from back in the day, but uh, it's a good thing. It's just cool to see all the homeschooling moms, but the part that just blows my mind is just, or not blows my mind, but it's just, it's interesting is, I mean, you just hear it so much is how overwhelmed and moms feeling like they're behind and they're not doing enough. And it's just amazing the pressure and just the, um, just the fear and just, uh, you know, obviously it comes from a good, good desire to, uh, have their kids succeed and do well, but, uh, it's just a lot of overwhelmed moms. But so that's, uh, you know, feels like we have a lot of encouragement left to share. So it's, uh, it was good, but mm-hmm. did you think it was fun? In having- fact, I mean, I, Oh yeah, it was super fun to have Renling Hudson and Anders there. Um, it was cool. Renling had a, uh, had a I don't know video she was watching on something maybe a phone underneath the table yeah and I can totally and and Hudson was asleep in his stroller and I just totally remember that of course we didn't have phones back then so yeah. or didn't have phones you could Wouldn't watch have been able to on, use so. them anyway even if we had <laughs> Ben had we had like a little portable DVD player that was kind of iffy uh, and they would take naps under our table and fight underneath our table and it was it reminded me of that again it reminded me how quickly the time passes and you know now i'm a grandpa you know with little kids under there and that's shocking but yeah. even we and then so this past week we we drove down to florida and uh we were there for a couple three days um and then hightailed it back home got home in one day that which was we never do that. I don't know what pushed yeah, us crazy. It was so easy without our RV or without a bunch of kids. Um, we only had two of our, our two youngest sons with us. But I had several people come up to us and just say, thank you so much for for your continual serving of homeschool families. It wasn't like, I mean, this is what you start saying to older people. You know, it wasn't like, boy, I really love your message. And people said that kind of stuff, too. But it was just, there were several, I mean, more than several uh, people who would just come up and you could see there was like emotion in their faces uh, and just said, thank you so much for, for keeping, for continuing to do what you do. And, you know, that was encouraging to me because really, I just see, not just this, not saying that what we do is the most important thing in the world, but there are just so many voices out there that are telling you moms to do and i i'm saying this nicely stupid things you know because they're just putting so much pressure um uh, debbie and i we were i don't know was on the way back and she was checking out the, a curriculum and it was just it was almost to me laughable all the things that they were suggesting you do with your kids it was supposed to be a fairly easy curriculum, but they were talking about things that, you know, not just underlining the adverb, but it was like, uh, it was just so much and so 
so so uh, so intense, all about stuff that really the only reason you would need to know it is so that you can pass a test on if you know it or not. I mean, it's not like you would ever use it in real life unless you're going to teach that subject someday in real life. Um, you know, you don't need it really. You're not tested on it to get into college someday. Um, you might take a college course where if you didn't know it, maybe you'd be a little behind. But again, it just feels pointless. And just to talk to mom after mom after mom after mom who basically say, you know, I just feel overwhelmed by all this and I don't, you know. Yeah. The part that struck me is, you know, is just a thought. You know, I, I'm sure people sometimes think like, man, you know, Todd and maybe Ben also just say all the time, you don't need to do that. Don't worry about it. Stop doing this. You know, like, and I think that sometimes is even frustrating, not frustrates, but people feel like that isn't just the answer. I can't just stop homeschooling all the time, you know, but you know, the reason I think dad, um, leans towards that even harder is because, and I'm not to toot our own horn or toot his horn, but if you're at a homeschooling convention, again, we encourage you to go to them, not just because of us, but everyone else. But there are, if you want to be overwhelmed or you want all the answers or want more things to do, there are like a hundred to one of people who are give you more things you can add to your plate and more th- ways to do things and more options and more, you know, do this and do this and do this. And it just, it's so overwhelming. And it is very, there aren't a ton that are just saying, it's okay. It's going to be okay. You don't have to do this all the time. You don't have to stress about this all the time. It's okay to stop early. So we lean towards that because there just, there isn't, there is, there's so much pushing towards stress. There's not a lot pushing towards the other direction. So we really hope that, you know, there's a balance there because it is just, it's sad to see how much overwhelming or how many people are overwhelmed just by all the options and all the pressure and all the things they could be doing. And people mean well. And again, we think you should go because it's encouraging to be around other homeschoolers. And there are a ton of great home encouraging speakers, but, uh, it's, it's a lot if you're not careful, but, uh, that was just something. Well, I just and the, the idea isn't, it is it, and we're, it's not just that you know we're telling people not to right. do school <clears throat> or not to do academics. What we are saying is, if it's causing you not to smile, right, then you got to do something different. Well, you I have mean, that on the idea is not to get tougher, right? To get tougher so you can just muscle it through. I mean, that's not the point of the smiling homeschooler. The point of the smiling homeschooler is to help you and your child smile as you do school. And because you can't choose everything, I just want to help you choose what matters. Right. Um, if you only if you only have enough room to make four choices, you're going to have to eliminate a lot of other things that you cannot choose. Um, I was talking to a mom who was like, I mean, she sat on the front row and she was just like a sponge. She was smiling and laughing so hard. She was in Florida. And afterwards she goes, you know, she goes, I was a public school teacher since the late nineties, she said. And then I had children, uh, like later in life, she goes, nothing prepared me for teaching my own children. She goes, it really is kind of a joke. She says what we used to do and what I'm trying to do now. And I just thought it was so real. Um, and yet every, every mom who would, you know, in her head would think, Oh, you know, a public school teacher or any kind of teacher would know how to do, would know how to homeschool better than I do. And really it all changes when they're your own children. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, you know, on the, on the, um, 
fathering side because you know dad is a family man as well as a smiling homeschooler you know they sometimes you know dad will say relationship with your children and be with your you know take time spend with your your kids and your wife and prioritize that over work you know and i and i've heard people say things like well i know but there's some things you you do need to you can't just only spend time with your family you can't you know and dad always says things like well, most of the time, people tend to be not doing it enough, not the other time. So it's like, let's mm-hmm. worry about trying to be so you know involved as a dad and a husband versus worrying about not right. being enough because you'll probably not be enough very easily, you know. So, and I think that's the same with homeschooling: is if you want to be stressed, there's plenty of stress, but not many people are encouraging that smile. Right. So right. I think it's so important. But yeah, I thought and, it was. And we were talking. Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead, no, no, go. mine's not relevant. So continue. No, I was just going to say, too, just... Ooh, I got an interesting question. Uh, comment after this. Mom and I were talking just about, you know, comparison. Um, because really, you know, I feel really, 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 really good about my RV when I'm out driving it and or I'm, I go out there and I just feels really good. Like, I've got the best RV in the world. But then when I look at other RVs, I suddenly become very insecure. I start to think mine is the worst RV in the whole entire world. Um, You know, and I think homeschooling is kind of that way. If we were just left on our own and we couldn't see what other people, we would have no problem really teaching. Because, you know, uh, I met, and I I think I might've mentioned this, you know, a couple weeks ago, we were in uh, Michiana, which is Michigan, Indiana. um, And there were some homeschoolers that were Amish, lots of them. And uh, I was talking to a mom and she was ready. She said, I feel like my kid's done, you know, that they've gone as far as they can. They know all the, and I like, how old is your child? And she goes, 12. And I'm like, wow. And she goes, well, normally Amish, we only go to eighth grade. But, you know, because left on your own, if you don't have social media for them, they know what they want for their children. They are preparing them. She didn't look around at everybody else. She just felt like, according to her own guide, she thought her child was ready. And yeah. I feel like we kind of do that, you know? Like, we would not teach half the things we probably teach if we were just left on our own, you know? we And if you had a kid who was, was college-bound, you would teach them some things that you thought were important. But maybe you would forgo some of the other things that that you didn't. Well, uh, and. Go ahead. I had a funny conversation kind of on those things that you think are important. But I was talking to my cousins and uh, they, you know, they they, they were from homeschool family where they did like, I mean, they were academic. I mean, they did, I don't know, eight hours a day. It felt like maybe not, but it it was a lot. You know, they did testing. Saturday and Sunday. And that includes their meal breaks in that eight hours. They they had to eat while they were doing math. But uh, no, I'm just Uh kidding. But, you know, they, they were very academic, very, you know, rigorous. Um, they had to memorize everything and you know they and we were talking about what were the states that have the same capital name as the um, first letter so like Oklahoma City is the capital of Oklahoma so you know they both have the same letter uh, at the beginning um, but we were talking about that and they had memorized them all but they couldn't remember any of them <laughs> you know half of them I mean there was definitely a handful mm-hmm. they didn't do any better than I did and I never memorized any of those you know my other, the one cousin said in college he had to memorize all the countries and it was like wow that's impressive and then he's like I forgot he's like I remember I knew him for about six hours and I forgot almost all of them you know and it's like that is exactly. what happens it's like that's a perfect <laughs> picture of 
you know, all that work and all that effort. And it's like, Ooh, that's cool. But it's like, you know, past that six hours and never, never remembered it again. So, uh, it, it, some of that stuff just feels so important though in the moment and everyone will tell you it's so important in the moment, but long and really it's not. The truth is you have to fight that. Yeah. You have to know that's not, it does not matter if you know, I mean, I don't know if it's true, but remember that, that quote where they asked Albert Einstein is, telephone number and he like stops and he goes to the telephone book and he looks it up and you know the the myth maybe maybe it's true he just said you know why do i need to clutter my mind with that that very unuseful information that i can find at any point and i just think that's why i memorized pi to the ten thousandth digit you know <laughs> probably you know, probably invented by to yeah, the ten thousandth you know but but whatever he decided that wasn't important and again if you have all the time in the world and you're smiling all the but go for it but if it's causing you not to smile you know and you don't have all the time in the world then make some choices based on what you believe to be true we should do a quick ad and then i have a good question from chat okay um so just want to say thank you to teaching textbooks for making this possible uh we work with them and and uh, are sponsored by them because we believe in what they do and we help they we think they help more homeschoolers smile uh they're super fun it's interactive it's engaging i think you learn better because you're interacting with it the whole time it breaks it down super simply and does a great job at review. It does give you grades if you need that, um, but it's very directed, you know, self-directed by the kid. Like they just have can do it on their own. It's independent, but it works on basically every device. So it's super uh, simple and easy to use. But you can go check out a free trial over at TeachingTextbooks.com. We really appreciate their support for the last 250 episodes, and hopefully another 250. So wow. thank you to Teaching Textbooks. And I also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today magazine, who has been a sponsor. And we we saw them at the homeschool convention in Florida. And, you know, I could read out of their magazine or off their website. But I just want to encourage you. If you want some encouragement, they have another. Their new print edition is coming out. They have, uh, I think, four a year. Their new print edition is coming out in about 10 days. If you just want something to encourage your heart and to encourage you in the things that we're talking about, um, it's just another avenue to help you, like they say, to homeschool boldly. You should check out their website, homeschoolingtoday.com. Um, I think you would you would be, it's money well spent on uh, a, sol- a solid dose of encouragement. So check them out, homeschoolingtoday.com. So a question we've never talked about. Uh, Rachel said, do any states seem to have more happy homeschoolers than others? Any idea why, if so? I just thought that was interesting. You've got to be happy in Hawaii. I would assume Hawaii is a happy homeschooling state. Um, You know, I don't know about that, but I'll tell you there are some states that seem like they have a a good dynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like Florida, like we were just in Florida. I mean, they just seem like it's the biggest party of homeschoolers you've ever been a part of. Um, Not that other states don't have that. I think when you go out of East, you know, to the New Yorks and the Connecticut's and and Pennsylvania, um, it feels kind of the opposite. You know, there's a lot of regulations. Um, there's a lot of fear. Um, that that's a great question. I would I would bet that it would be based on uh, regulations of the state and weather (laughs) yeah Yeah. i do think there's probably some to the culture of what you're around so like if you're in an area that's more rural or very like let's say for example a very um 
maybe, uh, I don't know what the right word is, not ultra conservative, but whatever the word is where it's like very, very, you know, academic, like super, I don't know, you just get this vibe where like homeschoolers in certain areas really prioritize certain things. In some areas, they just have a culture that is more fun, lighthearted, not quite as serious, you know, and I I do think it does influence the other areas because it is weird how certain area homeschooling conventions just have that very uh, energetic, more loose uh, in term vibe. And some of them do have a very like, you know, um, um, whatever the word is, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to insult anyone, you know, in a certain way, but it just isn't, it doesn't feel that way everywhere. Uh, but yeah, I do think regulation plays hugely into it and it's a shame, you know, it's a, such a bummer that those states have to feel that way and deal with that. Cause I mean, those are some big states and there's a lot of homeschoolers there, but I mean, it's good that they push. But I will it. tell you also that even in a maybe in a high, highly regulated state like California or even the ones I mentioned, when you get a bunch of homeschoolers together, like in yeah. a convention, you know, it's almost like going to church among a non-Christian community. You know, I mean, there's just there is excitement, there is freedom, and there is joy, um, and that vibe does carry to all the states. And it really doesn't matter if you're in a large group of people or a small group of people. When we were in Florida, it was thousands and thousands. But, you know, you go up to Alaska uh, to their convention, which is just a couple hundred people. I mean, there's so much vibe going on. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, And there are lots and lots of states like that. Yeah, that's it's super cool. But it is interesting. I mean, you definitely, you know, having visited, I don't know, you know, 45 states worth of conventions about, you know, it def- you definitely mm-hmm. feel a difference to some extent. But yeah. the things that every homeschooler still struggles with the same doubts and fears, I mean, uh, maybe it's not quite as strong or maybe their quality of life in Florida is just that much better because they have sun all the time yeah. versus the depression of Indiana. But, you know, it's uh, but they still all have the same same uh, lies. Homeschooling mom believe moms believe still sells everywhere because it's 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 even just the as much homeschoolers on Mars. Yeah. still believe those lies but i would say i mean i don't know i always am impressed or not impressed maybe that's not the right word struck by parents who have left where they live to go to a promised land you know where they leave a high regulation regulation state and they go to they just pick a state that they don't want any regulations and i you know there have been times i've wanted to say hey come homeschool in indiana where parents we believe parents know more about the education of children than anybody else. Um, and there is something that I probably take for granted yeah. being in a state that just says, hey, we trust you. Um, but again, as we've talked to like, talked before, those are always they could all that could change. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we. Yeah. And thankfully, important. there are a lot of state organizations that are very um, on guard about those things are constantly watching. Uh, and that's, I think, the value of joining a state organization or being part of a state organization because they're doing a lot of that stuff for yeah. you. And then, I mean, we saw that, you know, back in 2020 when, you know, states approached, you know, COVID in so many different ways and it does change the feel of a place, you know, and creates fear and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, we, it, it's a huge deal and we never, never can let that, um, 
reverse. But um, yeah. but yeah, any other good conversations you wanted to bring up or mention? Um, no. I mean, it's the end of the school uh, year, really. I mean, I'm, I think I think uh, this is a good. I mean, Memorial Day just happened this weekend. It's a good time to stop. I know mom was planning on stopping. Uh, you know, Rissa's done for the year. Um, but any other thoughts on kind of wrapping it up for the year and wrapping no, up the No, I would just also say that, you know, maybe if you, even if you're a year-rounder, um, maybe, maybe, and, you know, maybe this is still a good time to take a little break. You know, take a couple of weeks, two weeks, and uh, just have fun and then jump back into it again. But if you're not a year-rounder, if you're a, normal person uh, you know um you know uh you, you need to be done uh i don't care if you still have math to do don't do it just stop uh if you still have that one book that you still is on stop um i know some of you moms feel so fearful that your kids are gonna forget stuff so you're gonna you plan because i hear you talk about it you plan to do one subject a day or one subject a week or you an hour a day you know don't 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 ruin summer for your kids or yourself by trying to do too much school in fact maybe not do any school and how about we just leave it at that um we're out of time uh maybe if you're down at uh in the woodlands at uh the texas homeschool coalition stop in our booth and say hey uh again we're coming to iowa in a little bit in two weeks and then we'll be at uh uh, in Oregon, we're excited to be a part of all that. You know, it's still not too late to go to a homeschool conference if there's one in your area that hasn't happened yet. Um, and uh, and then we'll just leave it at that. Have a great uh, week, the rest of the week, uh, enjoying the beginning of summer because we're just start. We're dipping our toes into summer, and that's kind of encouraging to me because I like this time. I like this end of summer better than yep. the other, the <laughs> end of summer. Um, so have a great week and. You know, enjoy your family and don't forget to smile. Thank you for joining us. Again, another reminder, if you haven't left us a five-star review, please do so on whatever podcast app you use. This is a great way to help spread the word about The Smiling Homeschooler. We also want to say thank you again to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week and don't forget to smile.